Well, once again, we get to do what we love to do here at Sunday's Kind of Country, and the Songwriters Picking Corner is uh, interview a songwriter. And we're talking about a really wonderful songwriter. And I'm sorry, first off, Frank Myers, thank you for taking time to talk to us today. Hey, Robbie, thanks for having me on. I lived in Nashville for five years, and I just moved back here to Texas in March of 2020. Of course, who knew the world was going to change on March the 14th? But what, what part of Texas? I'm in Beaumont, Texas, actually. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I have been to every town in Texas <laughs> several times, probably. As a matter I, I, of fact, when I first started playing guitar with Eddie Raven back in the day, one of my first gigs was at Wild Bills in Beaumont. Wild Bills, yeah, down on Highway 90. I think it, uh, unfortunately, Frank, so you'll know the history, it burned down about 1994, 1995, I think it was. But I'd like to run through some of your history so people can actually understand the gravity of how you've contributed greatly to country music with uh, 20 yeah. top 10 hits. 12 number ones. Am I right about that? Pretty pretty close. And if I mess up, just correct me and I'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I want to start about 1993-94 when really you, you, had a, you had a string of a couple of years there with I Swear, with John Michael Montgomery and All for One. I mean, you had to have been sitting on top of the world when all that was going on. Looking back, it was, uh, it was really crazy. I mean, in the midst of it, it was kind of surreal, actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we knew maybe how big that song really was going to be. I mean, it was number one four weeks with John Michael. It was number one 11 weeks on the pop charts with All For One. Unbelievable. But, I mean, you know, since then, it's been in a lot of movies and things like that. And yes, sir. It's just been a, what a, an amazing blessing that song has been. Did I also read correctly, 1994 Grammy Best Song? Yeah, Best Country Song uh, Grammy, and it was up for Song of the Year. Uh, we got beat out by Bruce Springsteen's Full of Philadelphia, and uh, all for one won a Grammy, I think, for vocal performance or something. And yes. it, it, there was about four or five nominations for it. That was the first time that uh, the same song was nominated for Song of the Year and then for like Country Song of the Year. So how do we recapture that magic from that time and make it happen again? God's got this, Robbie. You know, we don't have any control of anything like that. Amen. Yes, sir. And we are, <laughs> we are going to get to that in a minute. And, and you can't you can't try to reproduce those things. You just yeah. Just, you just got to try to write the best songs and make the best music you can make. And it's all about right artists at the right time with the right song. Well, you know, there's a lot of love that runs through the themes of a lot of your songs. Of course, we've been talking about I Swear, John Michael Montgomery, and All For One. Uh, Lone Stars, I'm Already There. Uh, Lone Stars, Front Porch Looking In. Those actually are staples of Sunday's Kind of Country. and we, That's we, awesome. We, we, we play those regularly. Already There, Lone Star was number one for what, seven weeks? In 2001? Yes. And then you had... 2007, I think. Yes, sir. And Front Porch Looking In, R&R, eight weeks as well. I mean, it's... uh, Not everybody has that kind of longevity on the charts anymore, it seems like. You know, so again, you've done some things others strive so hard to do. I'm sure it's going to go back to God watching over you and being on your shoulder. But, I mean, you've had some great success that so many try hard to do, and they don't make it. And And I know you're aware of that. 
that. I've been very blessed in my life uh, with the with all the songs that uh, God has given me, and, and you know, just channeled through me. You know, and when I write, for the most part, uh, I try to keep everything positive and uh, yes. nothing too extra X-rated or anything like that. You know. No. <laughs> well, and you know, and, yeah. and and when you go back and look, you know, you you made reference to the fact that uh, how long did you uh, play with Eddie Raven's band? I was Eddie Raven's lead guitar player, co-writer, and uh, road manager and I played on some of his records and stuff and actually produced some things later on but uh, nine years so 81 to 90 and then I was uh, in Marie Osmond's band for four years so oh wow from, ni- from 90 to 94 so guitar player and of course, my partner, Gary Baker, who was with the Shooters when I was with Eddie, he kind of, the, the Shooters broke up about the same time our band with Eddie broke up and I went with uh, Marie and she needed a bass player. So I got him the job playing bass wow. with Marie and, you know, we continued to write songs and then we ended up doing the our duo thing, Baker and Myers. Real quickly about Eddie Raven as well, because I, it was really kind of funny. I was researching this a couple of days ago and I'm in there and I'm listening to I Got Mexico and sometimes a lady and my mother had come over to cook for me. <laughs> and you know, should have been gone by now. And I'm listening, and she comes popping into my where I've got a one place set up where I work. And she goes, "How come you're playing all those Eddie Raven songs?" And I said, "Well, Mom, I'm interviewing Frank Myers, the guy that wrote them." And she goes, "Oh my God, I used to love, I love Eddie Raven." <laughs> and, and I said, "Well, I never knew that, Mom." You know, so uh, we sit there, and I replayed some of the songs for. Her. But I remember I got Mexico. There, there's that Legends Country Station in Houston, 97.1. And yep. I, I actually heard I got Mexico this past week when I was driving around. So uh, Yeah, you, I got Mexico gets a lot of play. You still get a lot of airplay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, thank God a, a bunch of these still get a lot of airplay because that's what I'm living on. <laughs> well, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, as far as that goes, real quickly, Doug Stone's coming out of the pain. Man, I can remember dancing, and I, I hate to say it this way, Frank, but dancing, you know, in, when I was in college. Right. Uh, Eddie Rabbit and Crystal Gale, just you and I, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wrote that for my wife. Did you write that for your wife? I did. She asked me to write her a, a song, and uh, that's what I wrote her. You upped the game when you got those two to sing it. Well, you know, it was by chance, you know, I'd met uh, David Malloy, who produced Eddie Rabbit and co-wrote a bunch of his hits. He produced Tanya Tucker, and my first cut was a song that Eddie and I and Tanya wrote called Changes. Okay. And it was a hit. It was a big hit for her. And David produced that, and he he loved the song. And from that, he asked me if I had any songs for Eddie that they were looking for Eddie. I said, Well, you know, let me let me check it, see what I have. I'm, I didn't have anything at the time, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I went back home, and um, it, it's it's a long story. I won't get into it, but uh, the song was written for my wife. Well, congratulations. You know, when you go back, I mean, that's what going back and looking at those YouTube uh, videos of, of all those great songs and and, the, and those guys that are still, you know, Crystal's still out there singing. I see where Eddie Raven's still out there singing. I mean, some of these well, guys are still performing out there. Well, Eddie and I do some acoustic shows together occasionally. And I don't know uh, if you know it or not, but I have a record called Scrapbook, the acoustic sessions on yes. my website. Yes, sir. And uh, Crystal sang you and I with me on that. Oh, Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go back and listen again. I did. I skimmed through all those and saw all that. I was going to get to your website here in a minute where people could go to and all, but I guess we might as well go ahead and get up to the reason that we're really talking uh, is because you got a new song, God's Got This, and you co-wrote this with Richie McDonald. Is that just a comfortable writing partner? 
Well, Richie is, is is a comfortable writing partner, and he's also a great singer, and I was really wanting him to do it, uh, but it just <laughs> turned out that, that I ended up doing it because, I, you know, it's a message that I believe people need to hear, especially right now. Uh, I just felt like God gave me this song, and, and I felt like he wanted the message to be out there for people and, and hear it. And people that I've heard of, I've had several comments from people who said, my God, I listened to that 10 or 12 times. It was just what I needed to hear today, or I'm going through this or going through that. And that's the whole reason why I'm doing this, is to give people hope, rekindle their faith, and to let them know that whatever you're going through, you know, God's got this. Just you got to let go and you got to trust in Him and completely let go and trust in Him. And when you do that, you know, everything works out and He carries you through. People sometimes, because I've got them in my family, Frank, they don't necessarily know they need it. And then a song hits them right between the eyes. They want to start talking about their Jesus Christ as their personal Savior or are the aspects of how they feel guilty because they haven't probably lived the way they were supposed to be living. And a song, a song can make them start focusing in on that. And that's just that's one of the reasons I do what I do with our radio and our TV stuff is because that's what music did to me when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I totally get it. You know, so much, so many of us want to control, probably the majority of us are control freaks. We want to control everything in our life and make things happen when we want it. But, you know, for, for the most part, most things are out of our control and everything happens on God's time and not ours. And, you know, when you're going through things, uh, let's just say you found out you got cancer or you just lost a loved one or you lost a job, you don't know how you're going to feed your family, or you just went through a divorce, you know, and those are things that you have no control over that you just have to give to God and uh, and trust in Him. And, and that's what this song is about. It's for all those kinds of things that go on in our lives. Well, and Frank, right now that's going on for a whole lot of people, and I do believe Oh, you. absolutely. Yeah, you're correct. It's needed. It needs to be heard literally as it's coming out because there's still millions of people out of work. You're in Nashville area. Look how much has changed since February and March. I mean, there's just so much that you read and you see in the news and everything that's going on. The industry itself, you know, is going through a transformation right before our eyes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Who would have ever thought Every- you would be watching a, a major country star in your car at a drive-in theater? Well, that certainly, certainly was a creative way to... Uh have a concert that's for sure yes sir. yes sir, it is but you know like it's like the the whole thing is changing for you as a, as a songwriter community too is it not oh yeah i mean uh you know we do a lot of uh well i don't do a lot of but i know a lot of people do a lot of zoom writing and that kind of thing facetime i've done some yeah the whole dynamic has changed and uh you know i always hear that term new normal i i sure hope and pray this isn't a new normal and that's the truth yeah and i've been in radio 35 years this year, Frank, and mm-hmm. I have always just uh, I remember when you could buy the albums, I would always flip the album over and see who wrote all the songs because it was you guys that were, well, again, affecting me when I was a kid and the songs that would that, that would make me th- think uh, about that. There was this one song, and I forget his name, and I wish I would have done but you remember that song, The Blind Man and the Bleachers? Yeah. 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 I remember the first time I heard that. I mean, I, I was a senior in high school, and I heard that song, and when I went to play ball that Friday night, I, I, I was emotional about it. That artist was Kenny Starr. Kenny Starr, yes. Not, not because I'm so smart, I just Googled it. 
<laughs> hey, that's what we do. That's a uh, you hear people on the radio winning contests when they get asked questions doing that right now. It is yeah, kind of, it's kind of funny. So God's got this. Was there is there uh, any kind of unique story other than the fact that you felt like God gave it to you? I mean, was it just something that hit you between the eyes, or, or, or were you thinking about it for a couple of weeks, or did it hit you and you know it took five minutes to write with uh, with Richie? Truth is, I was just going through some, uh, you know, some of those times myself in my life, uh, and it was right before COVID had actually hit. So yes, uh, it wasn't like I'm trying to capitalize on COVID or anything. Uh, no, I was going through some some things that it was just totally out of my control. And I'm a worrier, you know. Um, <laughs> got that from, got that from my mama. Yes. And um, I just finally decided that I had to just give it to God, and and I was just thinking about it and. God's got this just kind of popped in my head. Wow. So I wrote a bunch of it and I thought, you know, Richie would sound good singing this. And so I called him up and I <laughs> met him and we finished it and I ended up doing it myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one question that I ask all my songwriter friends when I meet them for the first time, and really you kind of answered it in, the, in answering that last question, Frank, but the deal is, so songwriting for you is also therapy, is it not? Uh, not always. Not always? Uh, sometimes. It's work. Uh, most, of, most of the time it's just... Uh, you know, I, I come across an idea that I think is a really good idea. That when you have a great idea, yes, sir, the songs are fairly easy to write. Well, that's true. Um, uh, with me, I'll think of something, and then a lot of times a melody and a lyric will start coming into my head at the same time, and it just comes, and I have to let it come, and I have to put it down. If I don't, I'll lose it. And a lot of times, I'll have the song ninety percent written when I show it to somebody. It's just because I didn't want to lose the inspiration I had when I got the idea. Yes, sir. Do you uh, sometimes pinch yourself because you've been able to live the life that you've lived, writing songs and and, and touching people with your music? I'm, I'm very thankful, and I thank God every day for all the blessings that He's given me in my life and the hit songs. And Yes, sir. And, you know, He continues to, to bless my life through the music. And I just think that, you know, uh, it was what I was meant to do, and I hope that I'm leaving behind when I leave here a lot of good songs and things that people to play forever and and will touch people's lives forever because at you know at the end of our lives it's what we leave behind that matters yes sir you probably can walk around nashville autonomous nobody knows who you are yet they've probably been touched by the words you've written yeah it's a, it's a pretty crazy thing huh yes sir another project that we got about six months ago that you were very involved in was the love lives on project and i would love for you for a little bit to maybe explain what that whole project was and still is well uh love lives on is is the title track of the project. It's an album that we put together for TAPS, and uh, TAPS stands for Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. And we did it through Roots in American Music Society down in Memphis, Tennessee. And we brought a lot of songwriters together, and we paired them with survivors of folks who have lost loved ones in the military, either through through battle or suicide or whatever. Yes, sir. And we brought in 10, well, we actually brought in nine because uh, Richie and I and the co-producer, Jimmy, wrote the title song with Bonnie Carroll, who is the founder of TAPS. Wow. And it was about the story about losing her spouse, Brigadier General Tom Carroll. Yes, sir. And uh, so that song was written for him, but we wanted to incorporate the whole TAPS family. Uh, we were able to get Lone Star and Vince Gill to, to sing the lead vocals, and then we have a bunch of artists 
singing along. Um, Did you do any of the other work with the other folks that were on the record? Well, I co-produced the whole record. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I'm, I actually lined up all the songwriters and oh, I lined wow. up all the artists to be a part of it. So it pretty much <laughs> took all year last year to pull it all together. Um, so y'all would get together. Some of the some of the people that had lost somebody would get with you songwriters and kind of participate in the writing of some of the songs. We had uh, three writing sessions. Yes, sir. And we got together at Starstruck on Music Row. And we would bring in three or four families and... And each family would go with at least two songwriters and they would sit in the room for however long it took and they wrote a song based on the things that um, the survivors told the songwriters. Yes, sir. You know, they would they came up with a song. And uh, so like Love Lives On was with Vince Gill and Lone Star and, and a bunch of other artists singing on it. Yes, sir. And then there isn't it amazing. I brought in all for one, yeah. you know, buddies of mine because of I swear they came in and they sang that song. And then uh, people need to know was written by Larry Gatlin and Paul Overstreet, along with Brian and Beth Martin, uh, surviving father and sister of specialist white Joseph Martin. Yes, sir. Uh, wrote a song called people need to know. And, and the whole album is that kind of thing. Yes, sir. And it looks like they're hoping to do a uh, a sixty minute network TV special on this uh, on Veterans Day in November. They're they're hoping if they can get the sponsors. Yeah, that's the tough thing right now in our business <laughs> is getting the sponsorships involved. Sure. Well, listen, Frank. Again, God's got this coming out on the twenty eighth. You said it comes out on the twenty eighth, but the pre save pre sale is. August 14th. Yes, sir. And I'd love for people to go to my website, www.frankmyers, frankmyersmusic.com. Yes, sir. And check it out. It'll be, uh, you'll be able to order it through my website, and then it'll also be available wherever you uh, purchase music, you know, Apple and Amazon, Spotify, just everywhere. It'll be everywhere. You're right, man. God's got this. And, and it's, uh, it is a great song. It's a message for today's times, you know. Oh, wow. Again, I was a little intimidated when I started researching you. So, uh, <laughs> so, 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 so thank you for being kind to the old radio dude. And dude, man, I, I appreciate you having me on. I enjoyed it. And listen, uh, I hope to meet you in person one day. I'd uh, love to meet you. The next time I'm in uh, Nashville, I'll get in touch with Craig and them and tell them maybe let's have lunch or something or, or, or whatever. That'd be awesome. I'm, I'm not, uh, uh, have you, I'm sure you've participated in a country radio seminar from time to time. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I'm, I'm hoping they still have this next year's. You never know. And, yeah. Uh, but if nothing else, the next time I'll be there will be in February at Country Radio Seminar. So I'm probably going to look you up, Frank, so I can shake your hand or, or fist bump, however it is. Congratulations. Is there anything, you got anything on hold that's uh, uh, going to be coming out in the future that you, you, you maybe can't talk about but can just say, yeah, you got something coming? <laughs> um, no, I really don't. As I said, you know, this, uh, the Love Lives On project yes, took almost all year working on that last year. And, it, and then, of course, it just came out and then we had all of this hit. We had a lot of things we were going to do with that. And I decided to do this. So I've been spending a lot of time on God's Got This. And I do work with a, a, a group out of Tampa, Florida called Soul Circus Cowboys. I've seen some of their stuff, right? Well, I probably wrote whatever, <laughs> whatever we wrote played. it or, and produced it because they've uh, cut a lot 
lot of things that I've written. We, as a matter of fact, we just cut six things for a new uh, project, and uh, I have to fly down to Tampa. Yes, sir. To to work on vocals with them uh, on the 18th of this month. So that's really the only thing I'm working on at the moment, uh, yes, besides sir. this. So is uh, God's got this the first of something else that may pop out, and you may have you a, a six song EP or something in the next year uh, with God's got this being the the first cut from it, or or what? Well, I'm, I'm certainly not going to rule it out if, if if this is successful and people like what they hear and all that. Yes, sir. I certainly have some other things that I can do for sure. Absolutely. Well, listen, congratulations on all your success. Thank you for entertaining my mom for years with Eddie Raven songs. Tell your mom that uh, that makes me feel good that uh, she was a big Eddie fan. We we uh, had a bunch of hits in the 80s. It was a lot of fun. It was. And you can kind of tell in some of them videos, too, that y'all were having a whole lot of fun. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> but uh, the Lone Star stuff, everything, again, I, I just became a bigger Frank Myers fan as I researched you to be able to talk to you. So God bless you. Good luck with God's Got This. No, you've got our full support, sir. Well, Robbie, God bless you. Thank you uh, for having me on and everybody listening. Uh, God bless y'all and uh, check out God's Got This and download it and, and share it. And I'm sure you know someone that needs to hear it. You know, our whole audience needs to hear the message in God's Got This. And again, Frank, I can't thank you enough for taking the time and I appreciate it. It's great talking to you, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. You take care. Bye-bye now. Thanks.